0: And now, a Breakthrough Basketball original podcast, The Jim Huber
1: Show. After basketball, his dream is to become a rodeo clown.
0: Jim Huber.
1: Hey, well, they say 10,000 comedians out of work and you're trying to be one? Funny.
0: No, no, you said it. You're a big boy. How am I funny, Jim?
1: Hey, the one on Joe Pesci, though, was one it was, what uh, was uh, Lethal Weapon? What was it, three he was in? I like him best in uh, Beyond the Benny? Mafia stuff. My cousin Benny? Yeah, my cousin oh, that, Benny. that's funny. The Gosh, two Utes,
0: you're yeah. on yeah. it. The two Utes. Huge... What is a Ute? I'm just saying, I want to have a grit. What's wrong with the grit? Today on the show Jim Quick is on the show. Jim told me, Jim Huber sitting right over there, the bald good right, looking right, here, guy, Troy, right here. That guy says, "Hey, Jim Quick's going to be on the show." I'm like, "Who?" <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know who Jim Quick was cuz I'm thinking basketball coaches. I'm like, where does Jim Quick coach at or, or outside the box. Is court. he in the NBA or a train what is he? He the reason that you fell in love with Jim Quick
1: in the first grade. I couldn't read. And I was put in hooked on phonics, played in that, and I was labeled a slow learner. And I believe that to be throughout my life. I watched Jim Quick in a video.
2: There's been more discoveries about your brain in the past 10 years than the previous thousand years. And we know this without a doubt that your intelligence, that your learning abilities, that your memory can be improved dramatically no matter your age, no matter your background, no matter your IQ, your education. My name is Jim Quick, I want to be your memory coach. I can help you learn more quickly than you ever imagined possible.
1: He had kind of a brain injury when he was five years old and he rewired his mind. And now today, he's working with some of the greatest leaders in the world today in brain performance.
0: Hey, Jim, you've got the greatest Facebook
1: page I've ever seen, man. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you for having me on the show. Troy's like a a kid in a candy factory looking at all these famous people. I'm (laughs) scrolling
0: down here, and there's Jim Quick, and there's Ronda Rousey, and there's Jim Quick, and there's the guys from Google. So what happened? How did did you get hurt as a child, and and what happened?
2: I I had a pretty bad accident when I was five years old in kindergarten and left me with some head trauma and the learning challenges. I didn't understand what teachers would tell me. I didn't remember things. It took me two extra years just to learn how to read anything in a book or anything like that, and I I felt like I was broken. And uh, now my mission is I came up with these techniques through a lot of of practice and and research and personal experience that helped me break through and uncover these um, inner superpowers, if you will, so they can perform better, whether they're a student or they're a teacher or they're a coach or they're an athlete.
1: From a basketball coach, what suggestions would you give them to help uh, their student-athletes to be able to learn or plays and be more effective in execution or remembering things?
2: There are four keys to learning anything faster. There's a subject or a skill you want to learn. Just remember FAST, F-A-S-T. If I want to learn a new subject or a new skill, I start with F, and F is forget. Is if you want to learn something brand new, you know you have to forget what you already know about the subject temporarily. You know what I mean? It's kind of like uh, that 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 mug of tea, you know, where you have a master and the apprentice is there, and the master is pouring the tea into the cup, and eventually starts overflowing, and the apprentice doesn't want to say anything, say anything, but eventually it's like master, the cup is overflowing, and the master says, you know, you're right. And I mean, you're, you're, you are full right now and you can't learn what I have to teach you if you don't empty your cup. So you just People need to forget what they know so they can have an open mind. And so that's the F and FAST. And I'll go through these really fast. The A and FAST, you want to learn something fast. Anything subject to skill, whether it's basketball or it's brain science, the A stands for be active. And that's the key. It's the reason why people learn so slowly now is because in school it, for a large part, taught us to be passive. It just sit there and just be lectured to, and hopefully some of the stuff sticks. And that's kind of an exaggeration, but it's, it's kind of accurate also. And so active means participate, ask questions, roll up your sleeves, get involved, teach others, take notes, do all these things because here, here's the quote, if, you're, if people are going to tweet this, tweetable, is learning is not a spectator sport. Learning is not a spectator sport. you got to get off the bench, right? And what you put in is what you get out. And so you need to be active with your learning.
1: Right? Something I've seen, Jim, as you talk about uh, being active, taking notes. I know we have a lot of coaches and student athletes that take notes. Uh, you you kind of have a uh, strategy of how you do it, like put it on the left side, yeah. right side. Explain hmm. to that.
2: There's a study done to find out the best way of. Uh, taking notes, and in high school biology, you learn that you have two sides: your 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 top brain, the neocortex, it's your left brain, your right brain, and your left brain deals with like words and logic, and and sounds. And if your left side is logical, your right brain is creative, right? It's imagination. It's where you visualize things. It's where you feel things. And so, m- more whole brain note taking will help you to learn faster. So, a simple way to apply this is to take a piece of paper, draw a line down the middle, and on the left side, what I do is I capture notes. You know, this is where I'm note-taking. But on the right side, instead of capturing, what I'm doing is I'm creating notes. And there's a fundamental difference between capturing notes and creating notes. Capturing notes, I'm writing what the coach or the professor is saying, and I'm capturing and I'm note-taking. But on the right side, I'm writing my impression of what I'm capturing, because I'm actually creating, creating questions that I have about it. How I'm going to use it or apply it. So left side, note taking; right side, note making.
1: Not to cheat on this, Jim, but I know S is is for state, and I know state is so big into athletics, yeah. state management. So talk to me how state is involved in the the learning process.
2: So, so I would say the two of you know this, especially you know with high performers and working. In, you, know, you get to see the results physically and how people perform. And, and I always tell people this. you know, state is just a fancy word for like the mood or the feelings of your mind and your body. And I, I would say the tweetable for this, the capture of the principle is all learning is state dependent. All learning is state dependent. So, for example, in the classroom or on the court, if someone is just bored, you know, emotion tied to information becomes a long-term memory, becomes a long-term habit. So emotion tied to information. So if you learn, though, some fact, or some technique, or some drill, and you learn it in a passive, bored state, that boredom gets attached to that information, and it's not gonna be remember- memorable, right? Because we remember the things that touch us emotionally. And so state, the good thing about state is you can control your state. And a lot of people, they don't realize that because or oh, they know it, but they're on automatic pilot all the time. And so you can control it between your mind and your body. Your mind is your thoughts. You can control the way you feel based on your thinking. The other way of changing your state is by changing your physiology or your body. You know, as your body, here's, here's the principle, as your body moves, your brain grooves. The people who are more physically active will actually remember more because you create certain hormones in, in, your, in your body and in your, in your brain, allows you to retain things. So it's funny also in school where, so going back, I remember going to school and the, the kids that needed to move around all the time, it's not that they were necessarily troublesome, sometimes it's their learning style. Some people like to learn through what they see by reading or what's on the whiteboard or slides or what have you. But other people like to learn through doing. It's a kinesthetic learning style. And sometimes if you remember in school, if you're not getting something, sometimes it's not your fault. It's like the way you learn, your learning style is different than the teacher's or the coach's teaching style. And then it's like two shifts in a night. You pass each other and you don't even realize it. And you wonder why nothing sticks. And so out I say you control your state, you can move your body in ways. There's actually physical exercises you could actually do to build your brain power. Even simple things like little exercises like using the opposite hand while you eat or while you brush your teeth helps to build the opposite, you know, side of your brain.
1: You kind of mentioned on the last one, T is for teach, and it, it made me think about as a coach. It'd be smart if the coaches maybe had like players that are struggling to learn take a play, and they have to teach maybe the the rest of the players uh, on I the team. I love that. Would that be a smart I, way of going about it?
0: I
2: love that. If anyone takes away anything from this conversation, I love that. I think that. If you had, for example, if you had to learn something as if you were going to teach it to someone the next day, that you had to listen to this conversation, this show, and teach what you learned to somebody else, or you had to learn a play and be able to teach it to to somebody, you know, one of your your peers the next day, um, would you learn it differently? Would you focus differently? Would you ask questions? Would you take notes differently? Would you be engaged differently? And the answer, of course, is yes, right? And when you teach it, you get to learn it twice. And that, that, that's what you want, to, you want to post on Twitter or wherever. You know, when you teach something, you get to learn it twice. And that, that's a fast way of learning something faster
1: is to teach it. In school, they don't really teach you how to be an effective learner, you know, how to speed read or how to remember stuff. And I felt like I was never taught that. And throughout my life, I've, I've struggled with it. quote that
2: you've all heard before in some form it's that the same level of thinking that's created your problem won't solve your problem. And i was like, wow, I was like, what's my problem? I'm like, I'm a really slow learner. And I was like, how do I think differently? I was like, well, maybe I can learn how to learn, you know, to learn how to learn faster. And then maybe I could go to school and learn that stuff. Math, history, science, Spanish, all good classes, but zero classes on how to learn, how to focus, how to concentrate, how to solve problems, how to think, how to read faster, how to remember. I always thought that, you know, they teach you three R's in, in school, reading, writing, arithmetic. I always thought, you know, recall or remembering should have been the, the fourth R.
0: It seems so yeah. obvious, Jim, that that should be taught. Why do you think that isn't taught? Because you saying, you know, I never really thought about it, but you said it right now that we don't really teach that. Why not?
2: It's because we all grew up with a 20th century education, and a 20th century education prepared us for a 20th century world. You mentioned Google. The chairman of Google said that, the amount of information now that's been created from the dawn of humanity since humans been on this planet to the year 2003, just a little over a decade ago, that amount of information now is created every two days, every 48 hours wow. online, and the amount of information out there now is creating a lot of anxiety, creating a lot of health issues, you know, they call it information fatigue syndrome, people are, are having higher blood pressure, more sleeplessness, more stress than ever, and it's compromising our life, it's compromising our body, performance day to day, whether you're an athlete or you're a coach or you're, you know, you're a student and, you know, something has to be done. So my, my mission is to help people upgrade their brain with very simple, easy learn tools so they can learn and remember and read and absorb information faster so they can have better focus.
1: Well, the other thing, we, we run basketball camps throughout the country and we'll have, say, 60 to 80 kids or maybe 100 kids in a camp and try and remember names you know, for yeah. to say it's a oh, two day, three day camp and get done where you know every kid's name. Tough. What got me when I was listening to you talked about like Bill Clinton, how he was so much focused on learning names and how you can remember like a 100 yeah. names and, and repeat it forwards and backwards. How the heck does someone do that? Yeah.
2: I'm, I'm going to tell you, this is, this is a skill that everyone is listening should get good at. And the good news is, I mean, it, that doesn't take effort, but the good news is it doesn't take as much as you think. And so here's, here's, here's three steps for remembering anything, including names, And uh, I use the acronym MOM, M-O-M. And so let's say somebody's horrible with names. And I think it's one of the most important skills because it's really hard to show somebody you care for them if you don't care just to remember their name. But if you have trouble remembering someone's name, imagine somebody, imagine we have a suitcase of $100,000 cash for you, your family, or charity, whatever, if you just remember the name of the next person you meet. Now notice this. Everyone who's listening to this will remember the name. It had nothing to do with their potential. It had everything to do whether or not they wanted to or not. So the first M in mom is motivation. Always check your motivation. Like the Michael Jordan quote, right? I failed over and over again in my life, and that's why I succeed. They put in the effort. They need a reason why. So why do you want to remember something? The O in mom, it's... it's it's observation. And people think like, they forget a name or they forget a play and it has to do with their retention. That didn't have to do with their retention. It had to do with their attention. Okay? And so I think a lot of people, they're not paying attention and they're not even remembering it because they weren't even listening to begin with. And, you know, you mentioned President Clinton. You know, I had the opportunity to meet him a number of times, and he's I mean, he's known as being a leader, a connector, a communicator. What people don't know, he's got an incredible memory, an incredible memory. And I know, I, I asked him like one day, like, you know, how do you how do you do it? What memory techniques do you use? He's like, Jim, I don't use any memory technique. And and I learned that, you know, as growing up as a kid, his grandfather would tell stories told to all the children in Arkansas, and then afterwards though, he would ask them questions to see if they were paying attention. He would start quizzing them and uh, so they really have to listen. And I've noticed, you know, recently I went to a, a fundraiser with him, and there's 2,000 people in the room. I'll stay on the table with him, uh, Richard Branson, Boris Whitaker, Ashton Kutcher, and we're there, and he's talking to me. And I noticed, like, there's 2,000 people in the room that are more important than I am, and yet he's solely paying attention to me, and he's not looking over my shoulder, and you can tell he's listening every word, and I think that is incredible memory and everyone knows he has a powerful presence I think his powerful presence comes from being powerfully present And great athletes, people who want to be great coaches if you need to be a great you know teacher you have to be a great student and I think they have a presence that they're not looking in the future they're not looking in the past they're not distracting themselves they're there with you and I think that's what people want mostly and I think it's the greatest gift. I think people in life they don't want presence but they want your presence. Like, when we're listening to our coach, we're not really listening.
1: Most people are just thinking about how they're going to reply or how they're going to (laughs) respond. Right, right, right. You relate
0: to that, No, I've been teaching Jim about broadcasting, Jim, because I did this and he didn't. And I said, one thing you have to do, you have to really listen to what someone is saying and don't worry about your next question. Your best question will come from listening to what the other person is saying.
2: Exactly, because it's it's conversational, and a lot of people. And if you look at the word "listen," you know this guy. You take the word "listen" and just scramble the letters; it spells another word, and that word is "silent." Hmm. And, uh, and so <laughs> I think I, I Jim think was trying me. to scramble the letters. He wasn't fast enough. He needs, I lost the scramble. That's why he
0: needs your program, Jim Quick. Jim Quick. How do people get a hold of you? How do they get your information? What's the best?
2: Yeah. Way? Social media is great. You can call me at Jim Quick. It's it's spelled K-W-I-K. That's what always people get wrong with. Name like Quick. You know, people always ask if Quick really is my last name. It is. I didn't change it to do what I do. K-W-I-K. We'd like to give a gift to everybody who's listening, if if, if, if that's okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, We've we've put together some some videos, um, training where I can teach you the top ten things to unlock your superhero brain and, and tips on speed reading and all that and you can get that at uh, Quick Learning. My company's called Quick Learning, com, and all our programs are there, um, online speed reading memory courses. But if you go to quicklearning.com forward slash uh, Jim Huber, uh, we'll put up, up some free gifts there, and it'll be free as my gift, and help up-level your learning and, and up-level your life.
1: Jim, I, I've been a good student today, listening and hearing what Troy said, so I want to go back to something. I know you said mom is short for you know, being yeah. able to retain information, you are but good. I didn't get the last M. You did? I didn't get you're the last very, M. What is that? You
2: are a great listener. Thank you very much. Well. I
0: appreciate that. This guy.
2: Very observant. The last M. So, first M is motivation, the O is observation, and finally, the, the third letter M is mechanics. And the mechanics is not the person who fixes your car. I'm talking the mechanics is the skills, the step-by-step strategies, the stuff that we teach on the step-by-step and how to learn a language, how to remember your pin numbers, your passcodes, how to remember names, how to give a speech without notes, how to read faster. You know, and so those are the strategies and the plays, if you will. I just talked, you know, mentioned it before that you know, know your motivation and just pay attention, and you're halfway there.
0: And they can follow you as well on Twitter, right?
2: Yes, at Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram. It's all at Jim Quick. And then if you want your free gifts go to quick learning, kwiklearning.com or slash Jim Weber. And uh, you'll get access to these free videos.
1: by the way, before we wrap up on something, Jim, I want to tell you, Troy had a collection of how many? How many comic books? I had two thousand comic books. I had them
0: all. Wow. in. I had them in perfect. Do you have the little things that hold your bags. comic books? The bags? Right? Yeah, you
2: put them in the little the, yeah. the bags with the backboards. Yeah. Yeah,
0: you lick the bag and seal it and everything. And I had them all in. I, we had a fire. They
2: burned the ashes. <laughs> <All> the <laughs> ashes. The ashes. Down,
0: I had like Fantastic Four early Fantastic. Oh. X Men.
2: Let me let me let me leave you with this. Uh, Speaking of Marvel, because I I recently got going back to the story, I got to introduce two of my heroes uh, to Richard Branson to Stan Lee. And for those people who don't know, Stan Lee is the creator of all all Marvel characters. He
0: is the king. Uh, Yes.
2: Spider Man, X Men, Avengers, Iron Man. He created them all. Hulk. And uh, I got to introduce them over dinner. And I pick up Stan at his house and we're in the car, and a 10 minute trip in LA ends up taking like an hour. <laughs> and I'm talking to him, I ask him, who's your favorite superhero? And he says Iron Man. And uh, he's like, who's your favorite superhero? I said, my superhero is Spider-Man. And without a pause, he goes, with great power comes great responsibility. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, we all heard that, right? We have all know it. And I was like, Stan, you're right. With great power comes great responsibility. And the opposite is also true. With great responsibility comes great power. You know, when we take responsibility for our life, for our learning, for athletics, wherever we are, we're not a victim, we have the power to make things better. And I would leave everyone with this. I think there's two categories of people. There's people who are thermometers and there are people who are thermostats. And what's the difference? A thermometer is something that reacts to the environment. It changes depending on what the temperature is in the room, right? But a thermostat is different. A thermostat, it, it sets the standard and then the environment reacts to it.
0: He's the greatest. Thanks. Jim Quick, thank you.
2: Thank you both. I Jim. appreciate it. Yep, thanks a lot. You both were. And thank you everyone for listening.